For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to Picks and Parlays here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. I'm your host, Nick Gieber. You can find me on Twitter, at Nick Gieber. Great to be with you. I'm here with my co-host, uh, Ali, Third Degree Burns. Ali, it's great to have you here. Well, it's always a pleasure to be here. we got a big show this February the 11th, 2020. This is National Make-A-Friend Day, Ali. Hey. Will you be my friend? I would be oh, delighted. Oh, I feel. That's great. Okay, well, today we do have a big show. We're going to have Chip, Chicken Dinner Chirimbus, on the show with us talking a little NHL, Arizona, Toronto, Florida, New Jersey, Carolina, Dallas, Chicago, Edmonton, and St. Louis, Anaheim. And then you're going to be talking to the Triple B himself, Tony I am. Brown. I haven't seen him in a while. I'm excited about it. We're going to cover some NBA for NBA Tuesday, Clippers, Sixers, Bulls, Wizards, Blazers, Pelicans, and the Celtics and the Rockets. And finally, we'll both talk to Craig L. Wapo Trap. Yep. College Basketball Tuesday. Ali, you ready? I'm ready. I don't think Craig's ready, but we're ready. All right. Well, you can find us <laughs> anywhere you want, but YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific, right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. We are everywhere. We'd love to hear from you. How This is how it works. Just fill out the comment section on any one of our social media platforms, and we'll see your comment and bring it up on the screen. You can participate in the show. We'd love to hear from you. That's how it works. You can also search us at Parlay Radio. That's a nice way to do it. And, of course, go to the mothership herself, picksandparlays.net. Find all of our great free picks. And we have a promo code. Ali, we'll give it out a little later on in the show. All right. 15% off, a little special gift from us to you. Okay, we're going to step aside, take a break, and we'll be right back with Chip, Chicken Dinner, Chirimbus. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back. Picks and Parlays, Nick Eber with you. Great to be with you. Monday through Friday, right here, Sports Byline Broadcast Network, American Forces, iHeartRadio, tune in. And, of course, streaming live video on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. I promise you we bring Chip Chirimbus in, so let's get right to it. Let's bring the chipper on himself. We're going to be doing something a little different with Chip today, talking a little NHL hockey. Yeah, we did it uh, last week one day and ended up pretty well for us, and uh, we're looking to forward to it again today. And we'll have a best bet up on the site, so uh, after all this, you get a big-time winner. Are you wearing a tracksuit, Chip? Is that what that uh, is? Virtually, yeah. I was I was running out, and the Oregon Ducks needed a relay guy, so oh. I decided to uh, fly back. I thought it was like your New Jersey casino outfit. You're going to get some chains and some rings to go with it? Uh, not quite. Not, Jersey wouldn't be my style at all. Okay, just checking, Chipper. All right, let's get to it, shall we? Uh, shall we start with Arizona Coyotes uh, at Toronto Maple Leaves? The Coyotes are 27 and 30. They're 14 and 5 away from home. They're on a two game losing streak against the Maple Leafs, are 29 and 27. They're 14 and 14. They're just 50% at home. Uh, their last outing was a uh, overtime loss, but they are the home favorites, minus 210. And this is a bit of a function of uh, uh, top of the East against bottom in the West, pretty much. So, how do you see this one, Chipper? 
Well, you know, we were fortunate enough to have Arizona as our lone play a week ago, and they come out 3 nothing over Edmonton. But they are only 1-7 and seven on the road in their last eight against the puck line. And uh, they've lost six in a row outright on the road. But you know what? They've come up big against this Toronto team against the puck line. They've gone 14-5 and five in the last five meetings, in uh, 19 meetings, and 5-0 and oh in the last five. But you said it before, top to the bottom. Toronto playing against the Pacific is 25-9 and nine on the money line. I'll take Toronto here over Arizona. All right, Toronto over Arizona it is, and the Maple Leafs on the money, on the money line of minus 210. That's what I have. I don't know if that's shifted. Yeah, but, I wouldn't uh, necessarily play this, Nick. I, I don't lay those kind of prices at 2-1, yeah. to one, but if you have to have a side in this one, that'd be the only way to go. All right, fair enough. Let's move on, shall we? Let's do a little more NHL. Florida at the New Jersey Devils. Uh, the Panthers 29 and 25. They're th uh, th overall, they're 13 and 13 away from home. They're on a two-game loser right now, playing uh, the Devils of New Jersey 20 and 34. They're 8 and 19 at home, though, which is uh, a lot better. There, uh, which is uh, not not that much better. Excuse me, <laughs> I'm sl slurring my words today, and I really haven't had anything to drink yet. Uh, they're on a two-game winning streak. <laughs> they are plus 116 favorites. And this is, of course, an Eastern Conference matchup uh, where they are both about uh, mid-table, one on the East, uh, the Atlantic side, one on the Metropolitan side. So this is kind of an even matchup, uh, but the uh, Devils are home favorites here, Chip. Uh, yes, they are. And, you know, um, one thing that's great about hockey is we actually have an opportunity to lay a puck line or to take the money line. And I had told you that I, had, for the most part, prefer to play the money line. And I can tell you that Florida on the road, if you played the puck line, um, Nick, they were 16 and 10, which isn't all that bad. And five and two as favorites. Uh, they're eight and three in their last 11 as favorites, but only four and 10 at New Jersey. Florida's got the better um, hockey club here without question. And the home team in the series is 19 and seven on the money line. So um, there's a, a paradox here. If you take Florida um, on, the, on the puck line, you have an advantage. And if you take uh, New Jersey on the money line, you might have the advantage there. But I would definitely lean toward the Panthers in this one. Well, and they are the favorites at minus 141. And, of course, with 8-19, and 19, the record at home, it's hardly, uh, it's hardly fortress home for the uh, New Jersey Devils. Uh, we can right. definitely say that. Right. And, you know, in hockey, I really like – I rely on the factors a lot and the trends as well. All right. Well, let's go next. It's uh, topish top of the West in the West against sort of bottomish in the East. Uh, the, I don't even know if that's a word, but we'll go with it anyway. The Hurricanes at the Stars. The Carolina Hurricanes are 32-23. and 23. Overall, they're 14 and 13 away from home. They're on a two-game winner now, right now against the Dallas Stars, 31 and 24, 16 and 11 at home. Uh, they're on a one-game win streak now. Interesting enough, the uh, Hurricanes opened up plus 115 on the money line, and that shrunk down to plus 105. And co uh, on, uh, conversely, the Stars opened at minus 139, and that shrunk now to minus 125. Why is this line shifting, Chip? Well, it may be the fact that the Hurricanes, who have been a proven winner and um, one of the better teams in the NHL over a longer period of time than the Stars, um, have played well against the Central Division. They're 16 and five on the on the money line. Though, if you play them, if you play them on the money line at Dallas, they've only covered two of the last 11. Uh, Nick, um, these hockey numbers can be skewed because of, like I said, because we have the choice of playing the money line or playing the puck line. But Dallas has been able to measure up against better teams at home against teams with winning records they have better records than they are they're seven and two against a number in their last nine this is a really tough call here i think i might play the stars at home 
um, in, a, in a virtual pick'em situation. Yeah, got it. All right, let's move next, shall we? Uh, let's go with uh, the Chicago Blackhawks against the Edmonton Oilers. This is another Western Conference uh, matchup here. Uh, the Blackhawks, 25 and 30. They're 6 and 21 away from home. Ow. They're on a yeah. two-game loser right now. And the Oilers, 29 and 26. They're 14 and 13 at home. They're on a four-game winner. And that's why they're minus 250 they opened at. And that's widened. It's now minus 265. The Blackhawks were plus 205, and that's now to plus 220. Uh, is there anything to play here? What's the puck line look like well, on this one? you know, um, like I say, you said it, how, par, how poor the um, Chicago Blackhawks record is away from home. Against the Pacific Division, when they have to go out west, they've only won 16 of 54 games, Nick. So that's pretty much right on, on cue to what you've been saying. Um, they've lost 14 of the last 20 meetings at Edmonton. and um, But Edmonton has struggled against better teams. You know, they've gone 5 and 12 against teams with winning records. But like you said here, uh, the Blackhawks' road record is so porous and so poor. Um, I couldn't ba I couldn't back the Blackhawks there, and I don't want to lay the big heavy price. Maybe you take a shot with the puck line, but you know you know what happens, Nick, all the time there. You, you've got a a four two lead, and and then the other side comes open net, and then you end up uh, getting beat one way or another. I hate laying those pucks, I really do, and uh, I'd rather yeah. play the money line and just give me the winner. You know. Yeah, you're just gonna yeah just gonna go straight money line, right, Chipper? Right, that's the way yeah. I would play it because. Uh, I, I hate I hate getting caught in the gaffed, as we say. You know, when a team's a three-and-a-half-point favorite and they win by two in, right. in football or basketball. Because they pulled the goalie in the last minute and, and you had an empty net, right? Uh, yeah. yeah, 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 that happens all the time. I know it. All right, let's move along. Uh, last NHL game of the evening, the St. Louis Blues. Good against the Anaheim Mighty Ducks. Well, Ducks now again. I think they got rid of the Mighty. Not so good. Uh, the Blues, 32-24. and 24. They're 14-14 and 14 away from home. Uh, they're coming off an overtime loss against the Ducks at 23-34. and 34. They're 12-13 and 13 at home. Actually, it's their home record that's been the only thing that's stopped them from having a complete season-long embarrassment. Uh, they're on a right. one-game winning streak. Does that really make it a streak? No, they've won the last game. Uh, they, are plus, they are plus 112, interestingly enough, at home. And that's actually widened to 130. What's going on? What's happening with the Blues that they are that they are the uh, underdogs here when they're such a much better team? Well, I, I don't know so much that they are. They're they're the better team here, without question. We know that against the Pacific Division on the money line, they've gone 15 and seven in their last 22. And yet, if you play them like we said against the goals, here we have Edmonton at 16 and five. I mean, excuse me, Edmonton has only won five of 21 after a straight-up win. Now, you said they're on a one-game uh, win streak, so it looks like they're looking for a little letdown after their big well, I hope, win. I hope it is not Edmonton because it's either St. Louis or Anaheim. Oh, Anaheim. I'm sorry, Anaheim. I'm sorry. <laughs> I transposed the Ducks and the Oilers. Thank you for correcting me. I'd, I'd much rather no have that, that go on. But St. Louis uh, against the Pucks has not played well in Anaheim. And um, they're 6 we know what and one <laughs> Yeah, well, St. Louis is a much better club here, and I, I would play St. Louis before I play the Anaheim Ducks. All right, fair enough. And uh, right now they are the favorites at uh, minus 136, widening to 150. Chip Chirimbus, always a pleasure to talk to you. Uh, what else do we have? What's, what Chipper specials up on the site right now? Well, um, I'll have a, um, a three-pack of not only NBA but an NCAA games um, on 
Tuesday, of course, this is a big day for us. There's a full schedule, full slate out there. We've already gone through the overnights, and we're ready, and these games are up there and ready for purchase along with the NHL. All right, and right now you can get that at picksandparlays.net. With 15% off, I'm going to put it out there anyway, promo code CHARM, C-H-A-R-M, just like me, simply charming. All right, speaking of charming, when we come back, the lovely Allie Third Degree Burns is going to talk with Triple B. They're going to give you some NBA action. Don't go anywhere. Be right back after this. Hey, guys, and welcome back to Picks and Parlays. I'm your host, Allie Burns, and we're going to do some NBA. Is it rapid fire? Are we rapid firing this? Or are we just talking? I think we're just going to talk we'll it just out. just talk. Give no, a few picks. Let's yeah. not rush, you know? No problem. With me, as always, I've got Tony Brown, the Triple B. How you doing, Tom? Good. How you doing? I'm fantastic. I haven't seen you in a while. I'm saying it's make a friend day. Uh, we've been right. friends, but offic officially right. now. <laughs> Here right, we go. Good to see you again. Okay, so we've got some good matchups today. I'm going to start off with a really hot one, the Clippers and the 76ers, all right? Okay. Now, the Clippers are coming off a pretty historic win, historic in the sense that they beat the Cavaliers by 31 points, which is the worst loss in Cavalier franchise history. So Clippers are feeling pretty good about themselves. Kawhi didn't even play in that one, okay. but he is going to play in this one against the 76ers. They just improved their at-home record to 24-2. and two. That's the best in the NBA. Now, I showed the Sixers opening as a one-point favorite. Now they're a one-point dog. I'm seeing them at Pickham. And I got a total at 225. What do you think about this? This game is moving all over the place. I mean, we got the Sharks versus the public. Then, like you said, Philly at home is absolutely on fire. 24 of the 26 games, they won them. They lost two games at home. And so home court advantage has truly been an advantage for Philly. Then you got the Clippers team. They're fully healthy. You got Kawhi Leonard and you got uh, Paul George back in there. However, they do have one key injury, and this is going to be the whole difference in the game. Patrick Beverly. Pat. He's their stopper. He's their big, you know what I mean? Those guys are the offensive guys, but Beverly's their stopper. And I think Philly at home is just going to be too much. Uh, I think that Magic Johnson's second coming of Magic and Kareem could be Ben Simmons and Embiid out there. They're really, really good. And uh, I think they get this one at home. Only a pick them. I'm picking Philly. All right. There it is. Picking Philly. Okay, so next NBA matchup, not as exciting, but they're fairly evenly matched. We're going to go Bulls and Wizards, all right? Now, the Bulls are coming off the loss against the 76ers. We talked about that, 118 to 111. Um, Zach Levine put up 32. Cornette had 25, but it wasn't enough. I mean, those are good numbers. I feel like the problem is rebounding. Am I right here? Like, I did some stats. The Bulls had the starters alone, 24 rebounds. 76ers had 33, you know? So then the Wizards, 18 and 33, they're coming off a home loss too. Right. Bradley Bill put up 26 points, but he was only four for 26 in the fourth quarter. This is a battle of the bums. Like, I mean, if you're betting on this game, you're just Bum doing fights. it to do it. Yeah, I mean, we got a 19 win versus an 18 win team. Like, combined, they're not even as good as some of these teams going. Right. But, I mean, Chicago's main problem right now is injury. They have an injury list that's out of this world, so they have rotational problems, and they're playing with a short bench. So that's why Levine's putting up so much. He's a one-man gang out there. Right. They lost five straight. You know what well, I mean? I mean... I'm showing Washington at minus two and a half, and I got a total. I saw it at 228. It's moved all the way to 230. So... 
I'm only taking Washington by default. I think okay. that Chicago's the worst loser in this situation. Like I said, a five-game losing streak, the injury-riddled team and all that. I'm just going to take Washington to win at home, but they're one game less than Chicago in the standings. They have 18 wins compared to Chicago's 19. So I wouldn't even bet on this game, but if you do bet on this game, take Washington at home. All right, there you go. Okay, so next NBA matchup, the Blazers and the Pelicans. I like both of these teams. Both of them are a little bit injury riddled, though. The Blazers are 25 and 29. They've won seven of their last 10. They are coming off a 117 to 114 loss at Utah, but it's tough to play there. And Lillard did his work. He put up 42 points, no joke there. Um, and he hit eight for 14, eight of 14 from three-point land. You gotta love that. Uh, and they're going to be headed down south to New Orleans. The Pelicans are 22 and 31. Zion is day to day, but that's like as per right. usual. Uh, they have won six of their last 10, and they're coming off of back to back wins in Chicago and Indy. I'm showing the Pelicans at minus two and a half at home, but I don't see a total out. I'm guessing that's because of so many injuries. Yeah, the, you, we just got a late line on that one with the two and a half. That just came out, so the total will come out later. The Portland, I mean, you have to be an old school basketball fan. You got to love basketball. I'm giving out a lot of old school analogies. Portland reminds me of Carl uh, Malone and John Stockton. You got Dame Lillard and you got your boy CJ McCollum. They're all stars every year. They've been Olympians. They make it to the playoffs, but they just can't get over the hump. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Dame is a one man show. More than all star, more than Olympian. He's an MVP candidate this year. Yeah. 50, 60 points, whatever he needs for Portland to win, but that's it. Then on the other side, you got Mr. America, Zion Williams, which I don't even know if he was deserving of the first pick. I would have went with R.J. Barrett personally, but that's neither here nor there. He's day-to-day. -day. Uh, Williams is out. Ingram is out. So, again, one of those games you don't necessarily need to bet on, but if you have to bet on it, I'm going to go with the home team. If uh, Zion Williamson can get in there and play, he's going to be the difference. Dame is going to be shooting a lot of shots, but you're going to need that inside presence, and he'll put uh, New Orleans on his back and put him over the hump. Yeah, and I see what you're saying with the Blazer. I or with uh, Zion. I totally agree with you. I don't think he was a great number one pick, and I feel like Zion is probably going to spend most of his career injured or riding the bench, and he really reminds me, to reference old school Portland, of Greg Oden. When right. Greg Oden came out with Mike Connolly, came out of Ohio State, I lived in Portland at that time, he got drafted by the Trailblazers, we were so excited, then boom, automatically injured, then boom, he got caught like working out when he wasn't right. supposed to. And Like I don't wish that on him or nothing, right. but when these guys are athletes of that nature, can jump out the gym super strong, and they're yeah. 16 and 17, they, there's something going on in those bones. and. Well, they and they're huge. They right. take a long time to heal, too, you know? Like, they're huge. Right. That's just it. Okay. It can happen. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to cruise. We're going to stay down south for the next NBA pick. Now, this one I'm really excited about. I really like both of these teams. Y'all know I'm from Houston. Um, so I'm talking about the Celtics. They're going to face the Rockets in Houston. Celtics are 37-15. and 15. They've won their last seven. They're nine and one in their last ten. They're averaging 113 a game, and they're only giving up 105. I think it's safe to say that the Celtics are pretty hot right now. Celtics are legit. Yeah, um, but the thing about those last games, they played a lot of them in the Garden, right? And right. so now they're headed to Space City, Houston. There's a huge difference from on the road and at home. They're 30. 33 and 20. They have lost the last two, but both of those were on the road. Their away record, 15 and 12. 
their home record 18 and 8. It sounded like I said home record, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> home record is 18 and 8. Yeah. So how are these two powerhouses going to match up in this? I'm showing Houston at minus 2.5. Minus 2.5s are going around today, y'all, okay? Like what? <laughs> like literally, the line makers just said everything's two and a half, and the other games will pick them. Like, like we're taking the I think day they're off. Taking the day Call off. Call it. Right. <laughs> That's just it. One basket and a hook. Yeah. Right? Um, yeah. Buy that hook. Buy that hook. Um, and I'm showing the total at two thirty and a half. Do you have a total play here? We've. Okay, this is my game aside. of the night for sure. Uh, this one was hard to pick. Because like you said, any like sometimes you don't want to overcap yourself. You know what I mean? Sometimes right. if it ain't broke, don't fix it. The Celtics have won seven straight. Yep. However, just like losing streaks, winning streaks do come to an end as well. Yeah. Rockets, one of the better home teams. And that this may be a, a, a West Coast bias, but I think that the Western Conference is better than the Eastern Conference. So I think they have been for a really long time. Right, okay, <laughs> yeah. so just leave it out there. So winning games in the East and winning games in the West is a whole other ball game. Right. I think that uh, Houston, they they are on a two-game losing streak, but the game was close last game. And Russell Westbrook's fully in this one. James Harden's fully in this one. They're dangerous. Besides Golden State, Houston has consistently been the best team in the Western Conference over the last few years. And yeah. And so... I'm going to take the Rockets at home, minus the two and a half. Rockets at home, minus two and a half. Yeah, I, I love the Rockets. I really do. And then I always lose money on them when I bet them oh, on the no. road. I know. Oh, yeah, no, don't take them <laughs> yeah, on the road. When I bet home, them on the road. Yeah, so, home, so this is a great opportunity for take me to actually home. maybe cash a little bit of money on my Rockets. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Well, it's great having you here. Do you have any specials going on on the website that maybe we should know about? Yeah, I'm glad you asked. Right now on the website, everything is on sale. You get the 15% off code when you use Nick's coupon. But uh, we're coming into my wheelhouse. We're coming into the MLB baseball. I finished number one in baseball for the 2017 season, number two in the 2018 season, and number eight last year. So I'm constantly cashing in baseball. I'm also number one in the NHL for the last couple seasons. You can go to the site. All this stuff is rated, documented, and uh, you can get my monthly, weekly, or full season specials. Now, these specials are all inclusive. You get every single pick I release from every single sport, playoffs and championships included, for one low price. So if you're serious about making some money bet sports, now's the time. Head over to the website, click on my page, the subscription tab, and uh, let's start making some money. So now that we're friends, because it's Friends Day, could you just maybe text them to me? No. <laughs> you know I'm just right. kidding. No. I'm just, so just real quick, because we have a little extra time. Who are you like? Baseball season is about to start up. So well, do you have any like future odds, predictions that you might want to share with us real quick? Yeah, actually I do. Um, and this is going to sound funny because I'm a fan, but I'm a capper first. And this is a capping show. We're trying to get the money. Right. I love the Dodgers. You know what I mean? I love the Dodgers. They've been one of the best teams in the league for the last few years, and I mean, we all know what happened with the sign still in controversy or whatever. I absolutely love the Dodgers, and all they did is get more loaded with the bets trade, and then you don't like them, but I think that- Well, I'm an Astros fan. Right? How can I like the Dodgers? You right. don't like us, right. okay? okay? That's anyway. the difference. I don't mind I like you. the Dodgers. You don't That's like a us. good futures bet if you want to make some money in the MLB. All right. Let me ask you this. I keep seeing the Astros are still like a serious favorite to win the World Series this year. A lot of people are betting over their season win total. I think it's 94 and a half. Well, How do you feel about that? They're not going to fall apart. They were only still in signs in the World Series. Yeah, but they... <laughs> 
So they're going to have another good regular season, and Springer's going to be Springer, and like the Astros are still going to be good. So they can still hit the ball even when someone's not telling them Just what pitch is going to come. Just not against the great pitchers like Kershaw and the great teams like the Dodgers. I think they would have lost, but I mean, they're still all right. They're still all right. I think that really affected a lot of baseball. <laughs> <laughs> that that one little scandal spread really, really far. Um, okay, well, thank you for your baseball input. No worries. Anytime. <sighs> it's a rough time to be a Houstonian, let me tell you. All right, guys, we're going to be right back with our NCAA picks with Craig Trapp. Nick Eber will be back. Don't forget to check out that promo code CHARM. It'll save you 15% at checkout. And we will be back shortly. Welcome back. Picks and parlays. What a great segment that was with Ali, Third Degree Burns, and Triple B giving you some NBA rapid fire. But wait, there's more. No, it's not a Ginsu knife. I promise you. But if you need one, I don't have one. I heard they don't, they're not good anyway. I don't, I don't know. Um, Ali, did you ever get a Ginsu? I never got a Ginsu, but I really did enjoy the commercials. Really? Yeah. You can chop it, chop it. Yeah, but yeah, I would have cut through tin cans and oh. then cut through a tomato. I mean, who doesn't want to do that? Well, absolutely. And then you probably got to throw the knife away afterwards. Right. But, you know, or hey, get a tetanus shot. Yeah, all yeah, that too. Know. It's all good. Well, look, I tell you what. Let's talk a little uh, college basketball. Let's bring on our good friend and El Huapo himself, Mr. Craig Trapp. Craig, how are you doing, buddy? night there there's uh yesterday coming off a nice win uh duke get a nice win but uh hey betters like us florida state smooth cover and uh i'm excited about these four games we're going to talk about tonight all right well we do have four to talk about tonight um why don't we start shall we uh penn state purdue and if i can find my i did found my notes but i do know the boilermakers because they make a lot of boil there at, uh, at Purdue. Uh, but let's start with it, shall we? I could use a Boilermaker after that joke. <laughs> uh, it's, it's a Big Ten matchup. The Nittany Lions, uh, they're 18-5. and five. They're 13-8-2 against the spread there. 7-3 uh, and three in the last 10. They're on a six-game win streak. They're 4-3 straight up and against the spread on the road. 8-4 and four in conference. Now, Myrian Jones is not going to be playing in this game, uh, but they have gone under in four of the last five and the Boilermakers, uh, they've been having probably one too many Boilermakers because they are 14 and 10, 11 and 13 against the spread. Five and five in the last 10 on a three-game winner as well. 10 and two straight up, though. Great home record. Eight and four against the spread at home. Seven and six in conference. They've gone over in five of the last six. And, well, they're going to be celebrating because they are four and a half point home favorites with a total 134 and a half. Who's celebrating? Is it the Boilermakers or them Lions? By the way, we're going to be talking about a lot of lions today in this game, and, and this uh, when we go through these uh, lions and tigers, it's it, it's a day of big cats. But what do you think, Craig? Well, when you look at this matchup, these are two of the hotter teams, under the radar teams. Got six straight wins for uh, Penn State, uh, and all of them covering against the spread. Which, I mean, for a handicapper, you can't get any better than that. And then Purdue kind of lost, uh, looked like their season was lost, and then they've uh, reeled off. Uh, four of the last five, including win over at their uh, at the Hoosiers. So when anytime Indiana uh, beats their in-state or uh, Purdue beats their in-state rival to Indiana, that's a big win and a tough turnaround. So they uh, had that game on Saturday. Now they have to get back home and, and face a very hot Penn State team. I think the odds say you got to really respect this Penn State team uh, because 
when you when you usually you're getting three points as a home uh, favorite, that means this line on a neutral fly, floor would be uh, about a pick'em game. You know, probably one point favorite one way or the other. I like Penn State here plus four and a half. I think they actually went out right. I'm probably going to sprinkle some money line in this one because I think Penn State kind of catches Purdue in a really tough spot after you beat your rival. There's an easy letdown here. I mean, yes, they did beat Indiana. They beat Iowa. Those two teams were pretty good. But before that, they uh, beat a bad Northwestern team and a struggling Wisconsin team back when they had played them. So to me, I think you have to take a hotter Penn State team uh, coming off a couple really nice wins here. I think Penn State goes on the road and gets the win. So let's take the points just to be safe, though. I take the points. You did mention Indiana. So, I mean, I have to mention Fannies in Gary, Indiana. Okay, <laughs> let's leave it right there. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Allie, what do we have up next? What do you right. I got a college basketball pick for you. This is kind of a funny one. Michigan State, I don't, I don't know if I've ever said that Michigan State has three losses in a row, but they do. They have not won a game in the month of February. They're 16-8 and eight for the season, and they have totally dropped out of the top 25. This is very, very uncharacteristic for them. They came, they're coming off a, what was it, 77-68 to 68 road loss at Michigan. That was a huge rivalry. This was the time for them to show up and really play. Now they're going to cruise down to Illinois. Uh, I've been so impressed with Illinois this year. They're 16 and 7. They have lost their last two, most recently against Maryland, 75 to 66, but they are 12 and 2 at home. They are really impressive and I'm finding them as a one-point dog at home. Is that correct? The total at 142? Yeah, I even see the bet up to minus one and a half with Michigan State being favored here. So, I mean, I think you need to shop this around if you're going to play um, either either side here. I just think this is a must win for Michigan State. Remember, this was the number one team in the country, preseason team in the country, and, you know, top 10 team basically all season long. Like you said, they have not looked good, but they faced three pretty hot teams. Uh, Michigan, at Michigan, very tough place to place, obviously their rival. Uh, we just talked uh, earlier about Penn State. Penn State's been playing really well, lost to them at home. And then at Wisconsin, uh, they lost by one point. The Cole Center, probably the toughest place if you if you don't have don't follow the uh, Big Ten, one of the toughest home courts. So I don't really know if that's that bad of a loss there. So really, maybe only the Penn State at home was a bad loss. Let's remember, 11 teams are expected to get in from the Big Ten for the for the big dance. So I think when you lose in the Big Ten, as long as you're not losing to Northwestern, you're probably losing to pretty good teams. I think Cassius Winston, uh, he didn't come back to to go lose four in a row. I love this uh, point guard. I think he's maybe the best point guard in the country, if not second best. I like Cassius Winston and Michigan State to turn it around. Let's lay the one, one and a half, wherever you get it at. I think the Spartans and Tom Izzo gets it back on track tonight. All right. I can't say that I believe you, but I'll accept it. <laughs> You're better at this than I am. Winston did have 32 well, points against Michigan, though. He is a solid, solid player. All, All right. right. No, let's get to it. Let's do some more college basketball because you can never get enough college basketball, let's be I honest. Can. And I have one question for you, Craig. Who's going to win this one? The Tigers or oh, the Tigers? That's right. <laughs> the Missouri Tigers at 11 and 12. They're 9, 13 and 1 against the spread. They're 3 and 7 in the last 10 coming off a four-point win over Arkansas. 1 and 7 straight up, though. 1-6-1 and one against the spread on the road, not doing such a good job away from Missouri. They're 3-7 and seven in conference. Mark Smith, Jeremiah Tolman, both out. They're 0-6 oh against the spread in the last six on the road. And the, those other Tigers, the, the ones in L, at LSU, they're 8-2 and two in the last 10, but they are on a two-game losing streak. 
They lost to Auburn and Vandy. They're 12-1 straight up at home, 6-7 against the spread, and 8-2 and in conference. One team's a lot better than the other. One Tiger seems to have, well, one Tiger you don't want to pull the tail over, and the other one, well, you just probably don't want to pull his finger. Uh, the total's gone over in five of the last seven. LSU minus 11, 11-point favorites, total 144.5. Uh, which Tiger, Craig? Which Tiger? Yeah, I'll take the Tigers, but but when you look at this, this is ugly versus one of the better, uh, more fun teams to watch. Uh, Missouri watching them play sometimes is, it's, it seems like it's setting basketball back years. And LSU, man, they really play some uh, up and down, nice. It's almost like watching the Golden State team of, of uh, the Warriors of uh, the last four or five years where they really share the ball. They would get up and down, shoot a lot of threes. But the one thing they don't do, they don't play a whole lot of defense. And that's tough to cover a double-digit spread when you don't play a lot of defense. Speaking to that, their last ten games, they've only cut, they've only won by more than eleven points one time. So to me, I think you have to take the ugly uh, offense of Missouri. I know they've been really bad lately. Uh, at least they at least they won at home in overtime against Arkansas last time out. So maybe it gives them a little momentum on the road. But the built-in number here is you're getting probably an extra three or four points because of how bad this Missouri's team has been the last seven or eight against a very good LSU offense. So to me, I think there's going to be a lot of points. I think there's not going to be a whole lot of defense from LSU, and I think it allows Missouri to get a smooth cover here. I think they they win and uh, or they lose into that eight, uh, seven, eight, nine-point range and get the cover here as Missouri loses again but gets us better as a win. So they're actually going to cover. Huh. All right, it's plus 11 then for Missouri. We're going to take it. <laughs> Them Tigers. Hold them Tigers. Tiger, Tiger, yeah. burning bright. I'll take the Tigers. Yes. I'll take Put the it tigers. all on the Tigers. Put it all, I'll bet on, it all the on the Tigers. Okay. All right. All right. Let's cross well, the country. What's up, Allie? I got one more NCAA pick for you. I'm going to talk Mountain West. We're going to do New Mexico and SDSU. New Mexico is 17 and 8. Six of those eight losses were on the road. They're sitting seventh in the Mountain West, and they are facing a Goliath in SDSU. Uh, SDSU is 24-0. and 0. You can't beat them on the road, and it's real hard to beat them at home. Fourth in the country. They are playing like they mean it. They're coming off a win against Air Force, 89-74, to 74, and they covered that 12-point spread. Uh, I'm showing San Diego at minus 16. The total's 146.5. 16 seems like a lot, but I got to tell you, I was at the UNLV Lobos game when UNLV crushed them. Marvin Coleman had first triple-double UNLV's had since 1999. Um, I don't think 16 is that big of a number. Am I wrong here? I think it might be. This is a big letdown spot. I mean, let's remember. That's true. San Diego State, number four in the nation, 24-0. and 0. Covering a 16-point spread, I mean, they're going to have to play you know, right until probably, you know, the last five or six minutes with their starters to guarantee they'll cover that. I think you have a lot bigger fish to fry. Obviously, San Diego State's probably going to win, uh, you know, a majority of their games, going to win the conference, probably win the conference tournament. But the goal isn't to win the conference tournament now for the San Diego State team. Mm -hmm. They have a lot bigger goals. They think they could end up being a one or two seed. They think they probably could be the one seed out west um, if, uh, say, Gonzaga gets shipped out or, uh, say, the number two seed behind Gonzaga. And I think this is a very dangerous team come tournament time. They're deep. They do most things well. I really like San Diego State, but I just think it's a lot of points. And I know New Mexico at the pit, unbelievable. They're an unbelievable home team. Away, they're not as good, but that number's, you know, that's built into this number already. We're going to take New Mexico plus 16. I think it's a very 
an easy slip-up spot for San Diego State as far as the cover is concerned. I think they win by 10, probably dominate the game. But uh, covering this big a number, I just have to take uh, New Mexico against a very good San Diego State team. And I can't wait. Can't wait for the NCAA tournament to watch this team play uh, against the big boys. Well, isn't that really when we're going to find out what they're made of? Because, I mean, the Mountain West isn't exactly known as a powerhouse these days of quality basketball teams. Uh, and they are, as you well, mentioned, what, number three seed in the country right now? Uh, so we'll see. Yeah, but I mean, I think I, th I think there's some good teams in the Mountain West this year. I mean, Utah State's pretty good. Um, you know, I mean, even, uh, you know, hometown there, UNLV's not terrible. Nevada, they're not as good as years resurgence. past, but they're still good. <laughs> Yeah, I think they're good. I mean, let's remember uh, uh, Alfred's the coach there. So, I mean, Fresno State's not terrible. I mean, you know, San, San Jose State's not great. Air Force is good at home. So, I mean, Wyoming's not terrible. So, I mean, this is a this is a conference that has a lot of like what I would call uh, middle to, to good teams, not great teams, but they're almost all these teams are very good at home. Very tough conference to win on the road. I've been telling everyone who will listen what a great coach T.J. Otzelberger is. I've been cashing. I cashed on him all last season with the uh, South Dakota State Jackrabbits. He is a phenomenal yeah. coach. He had that t in his three years at South Dakota State. He had them in the tournament. They almost beat Reno at home. I love this coach. He is turning around the players at UNLV, and I think we have really high hopes for the future. Well, let me tell you about hey, the Jackrabbits. The Jackrabbits of San Diego State won me a lot of money the last two tournaments. So. Uh, Bobby, if you're listening, we were had a lot of time at the Westgate the last two years uh, winning and cashing some big tickets on San Diego State. I think UNLV finally got their guy. The only problem with UNLV is just keeping the right guy. When they do get a good one, uh, let's remember, uh, you know, Texas Tech's coach actually committed uh, yeah. to UNLV before getting that job. So, yeah. you know, sometimes uh, you get the right guy, you just got to pay him and keep him. And I think they're, they're on a, a good spot now. And as for the players, we'll either go one and done or get arrested. So there you have it. There's your choice. By the way, I'm going to get a little pick for everybody. Dark horse of the entire college basketball season. UCLA going to win this whole thing. I mean, they have to, oh. right? I mean, clearly the best team in college basketball. All right, that's going to wrap this segment. Craig, always a pleasure. And you can find Craig's picks along with any one of our other great 34 other handicappers at picksandparlays.net. All right. In case you missed any of the show, we will be back right after the break. We're going to recap all these wonderful picks. And don't forget, 15% off. Use promo code CHARM for those expert picks when you're ready to go for the big money. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Picks and parlays. Hope you enjoyed the show. We've given out lots of free picks today. Nick Eber along with Ali, Third Degree Burns. Uh, Ali, we had a lot of picks today, so why don't we recap them? for our audience in case they missed it. Why Grab they, a pen. Why would they miss any of this incredible show? I don't know. That's but a step. in case you did, here we go. We started with Chip Chirimbus's NHL picks. Florida at Jersey. Take Jersey. Plus 130. Carolina at Dallas. Take Dallas. It'll be the Dallas Stars. Minus 125. The Blackhawks against the Oilers at Oilers. Take the Blackhawks. Plus 130. And the Blues. The Ducks. Take the Blues. Minus 140. All right, let's talk about Tony Brown's NBA picks. The Clippers at the 76ers. He says, he says take the 76ers on the money line. It's a pick'em game. Bulls at the Wizards, take the Wizards minus two and a half. Blazers at Pelicans, take the Pelicans minus two and a half. And Celtics at Rockets, take the Rockets minus two and a half. All right, then moving right along, we had Craig Trapp and some college basketball Penn State with those, against those crazy Boilermakers. Take Penn State plus four and a half. And Michigan State at Illinois. Take Michigan State minus one and a half. 
and Missouri at LSU. Well, very simple, guys. <laughs> Take the Tigers plus 11, the Missouri Tigers, that is. Okay, New Mexico at San Diego. Take New Mexico plus 16. Those were our picks. What was that promo code, Allie? Promo code was CHARM. Save yourself 15% at checkout when you use it. Charm just like you, Nick. Oh, well, thank you, Allie. Charming as always. And uh, Allie and I will be back with you tomorrow, 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, also live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. And, of course, if you've missed any part of this show, uh, you can find it on a podcast network. That is the Believe Podcast Network, B-L-E-A-V. Look us up there. Download us and make us a regular part of your workout, drive, commute, or just simply toilet time. We hope to be with you all the time. All right, until tomorrow, may your bets be big. And remember to bet, win, repeat. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.